The story took place in the summer of 2021. It was me and my coworker Elijah. We usually work together as the closers for the station. For context, I worked there roughly for five years, and after this experience, I walked out, and so did Elijah. It was about 9.15 p.m., and usually around that time, it's almost dead. So we usually spent the better half of our time cleaning and restocking cigarettes. My area wasn't exactly safe. Seeing just how many girls around my age had been getting kidnapped and sold into sex trafficking. Elijah didn't feel safe with me going out cleaning the pads and gas pumps, so he went out himself. He's slightly taller than me and a lot bigger, so I wasn't going to protest. I'd restock the cigarettes and finish closing. I had music playing since I had this thing about silence. At one point, I started to get this really odd feeling, almost like someone was staring at me. I turned and I looked to see this taller and very thin man staring at me, mainly my ass. I turned around completely and I asked him, Can I help you? Right away, I noticed that something wasn't right with this guy. He was very jumpy and sketchy. Elijah picked up on this guy and he started to watch this man very closely. To this day, I'll never get his deep ass voice out of my head. The conversation went exactly like this. Yeah, I want a pack of cigarettes. Probably the ones on the bottom. Alright, which ones? Whichever. You pick. I'm sure it'll be a good choice. Sir grabbed a random pack and rang him up. He started to fuck around a bit and grab different drinks and snacks. Okay, whatever. I don't really care as long as this creep was on his way. But I noticed as he finished paying, he wasn't leaving. So I'd asked him. Anything else? Yeah, what time do you get off? I didn't answer. What time do you close then? 10.45. Then he caught me off guard. Are you alone? Got any plans after you're off? You look like a college student. Need some extra cash? I can help you. I stared at him in disbelief as he continued. Damn. You got such a nice body. I'm sure someone like you could get some easy cash. I felt like puking. Elijah heard it all and he told the dude to beat it before he bashed his head in. The guy backed up, still staring at me with this devilish smile. Elijah came into the little kiosk and he told me to phone my boyfriend and to have him pick me up. There was no way he was having a girl close with this creepy ass guy around. While I called my boyfriend and explained everything, Elijah was on the phone with our manager and the supervisor in the store, explaining everything. My boyfriend pulled up not even two minutes later. I told him I had to run in and make a report for management. He wasn't happy, but I did. My boyfriend walked me to the store and watched as the guy followed us in. I had to come back to get my things and I had to let Elijah use the restroom, so I was completely alone at this point. To the side of the kiosk, I watched as the guy paced before going around back, banging on the door, screaming, and trying to get inside. I started crying and having a full-on panic attack. My boyfriend just watched as it all happened, 
not really able to do much. Eventually, Elijah came back and scared the guy off. I just sat on the floor crying and freaking out after that. I was really ready to say fuck it to this job. A few days later, I came back and told my manager that I was just over the shit pay and horrid customers. When we both then heard this blood-curdling scream, a woman was losing her mind as she pumped gas. My manager went out, and there he was, that same creepy fucking guy. I won't go into too much detail about the rest of that moment. The cops came, and I then found out the guy has been stalking this girl trying to kidnap her, and he had even broken into her apartment to try and kill her when it didn't work. This guy was a psychopath. Once my manager came back and was explaining everything to me, I watched as the woman cried into the cop's arms as a co-worker chased the psycho down the road before he came back empty-handed. I've never in my life felt so scared. I ended up walking out not too long after the cops left, and I haven't looked back. To this day, I wonder what would have happened if he did break in or wait until I was completely alone. Would he have tried to kill me? Who knows, I guess. All I know is I'm really happy I quit. I have a much better job now, and I live about two hours away from that place. And to the fucking creep, whoever you are, fuck you. And I really hope the cops find you one day. Please, everyone, be safe. You never know someone's true intentions. This happened a few months ago. For context, I'm an 18-year-old female who's legally blind and very paranoid. On this particular day, me and my roommate were going on a semi-shopping spree. We ended up walking through a field of sorts from an outdoor mall to Bucky's. We walked inside and we went to one of the food lines. We both ordered a burrito and we went to another part of the store to get our drinks. It was at this time that I noticed an older man standing a little close to where me and my roommate were. We get our drinks and we walked around for a bit, waiting for them to call our order. I told my roommate that my feet were hurting from all the walking around that we've been doing, so I wanted to sit down. Bucky's doesn't have anywhere to sit, so I told my roommate that I was going to sit outside on the ground right against the wall of the store, which was to the left of the doors, and then wait for her to bring the food. I started making my way to the entrance and I noticed the same man from earlier now following me. I quickened my pace slightly to see if he would too. Sure enough, he did. I tested this a little more by walking around the store. Everywhere I went, he was right behind me. I eventually walked out of the store and I noticed that there were a lot of people around. Now, I do want to mention that I keep pepper spray in my pocket at all times so I had my hand in my pocket holding the spray. I turned around and I noticed that he was standing by the doors. It seemed like he was looking at me, given the circumstances, but I'm not quite sure due to my vision issues. I sat down and waited until my roommate came with the food. When she came out, the man had finally left. We ate our food and then headed back down towards the mall. We took a different route this time so that we wouldn't have to go through the field again. We made it safely back to the mall and we actually had a great rest of our mini shopping spree. 
I know that nothing terribly scary actually happened, but I think it was really close to happening. I think the only reason it didn't happen is because I caught on to what the man was trying to do. To all those out there, be careful. Always make sure that you have something to protect yourself. Pepper spray, a pocket knife, or even a stun gun if it's legal. This happened to my friend Jack, Shay, and I. We were all about 15 and we're still pretty scared from this experience. Even though it's been about 6 years now since it all happened. Now, let's get into the story. We were all at the park sitting on a bench looking on our phones when Jack had pointed out these two shady looking men. But we didn't really pay much attention to them. And after about 5 minutes, I look up and see them getting closer and now staring at us. I told Jack and Shay and they said that we should go somewhere else. So we walked off and I had looked behind us and they were following us. I told them that we should run and get out of there. So we did and we went to a gas station to get something to eat. Jack and I were paying for our things when we then heard our friend Shay start to scream. So Jack and I and the man at the counter ran over to check it out and the same two men that we saw at the park were walking over to Shay. They had followed us all the way to the gas station. The man who had worked there stopped them and he told them to get the hell out or call the cops. They then left the gas station, glaring at us. And the man who worked there asked Shay if he was alright and he actually let us stay there for about 10 minutes or so just to calm down a bit before leaving. When we went out, we didn't see them, so we started walking back to my house. Bear in mind, it's 11 o'clock at night at this point so no one was walking down the streets. But when we finally reached my street, Jack looked behind us, and they were there. The men had waited for us. We all ran to my house as fast as we could. Once we reached my house, we ran inside and slammed the door shut and locked it. We were all just panting like madmen. I know this is going to annoy some people, but because we were teenagers, we didn't call the police. Well, about a month later, my dad and I were at that same gas station filling the car up, and I saw one of the men, but because I was in the car, he didn't see me. I told Jack and Shay, and they were pretty shaken up to even hear about them again. But to this day, I haven't seen them again since that last encounter, which I'm really thankful for. To those two men who spent their night terrorizing me and my friends, fuck you, and I hope you both rot in hell. My name is Mackenzie. I'm 20 years old and this happened just last week. It's still fresh in my mind sadly, but it was on a Friday night. I decided to go for a walk because I just like walking or taking a jog at night. Not anymore though of course, but anyway. I was walking and I was also getting thirsty, so I decided to go to a gas station that was nearby. So I walked inside and there wasn't really anything too fishy about it. It looked like an ordinary gas station, so I went in there and got an RC, and I went to the place to check out, and the hair on my neck then stands up. I looked behind me, and I saw this creepy looking man. It looked like he was in his mid-40s. He had a big beard wearing a Chicago Cubs baseball cap, and when I turned around, he smiled at me with a wide smile like he knew me or something. Me trying to be nice, 
I gave him a smile back. I mainly just smiled because I didn't want to be rude. I then turned back around to pay for my RC, and right when I was about to leave, I then felt a pinch on my butt. I looked back, and he still had that wide-ass smile. I looked at him disgustingly, calling him a creep, then walked out of the gas station. The man didn't even buy anything at the gas station. He just walked out of the store and started following me. I then heard him say under his breath, I wonder what color her panties are. And at that point I started running in a full sprint. I then heard running footsteps coming right after me. And I wish I could say I was faster than him, but I wasn't, and he ended up grabbing me. I was trying to scream, but he then grabbed a roll of duct tape out of his hoodie pocket and then wrapped it around my mouth. The man then picked me up and he carried me into the woods. I was trying to scream, but the duct tape muffled my scream. I was absolutely scared to death for my life. And the man then said to me, You can't scream, you can't run, and you can't punch me. So now I can see what color panties you're wearing. <laughs> I really thought I was going to die. I thought it was the end for me. Until right in the nick of time, God sent someone to save me. There was a hunter in the woods with a shotgun, and he saw the man carrying me, and he stopped the man, threatening him to drop me. And with no hesitation, the man dropped me and then walked off. And right when he was about to exit the woods, he then yelled out, Well, fuck. I guess I won't get to see the color of your panties. <laughs> the hunter got the duct tape off my mouth, and I thanked him and hugged him for saving me. He still had his shotgun in hand just in case the man came back, but thankfully he didn't. The hunter then drove me back home to my house, and I thanked him once more before he dropped me off, then drove off. I promised myself that next time I won't walk or jog alone at night again. Thank God for that hunter that night, because had he not been there to save my life that night, I without a doubt would have probably been killed. This took place when I, a 22-year-old female, was in West Virginia. It was around October or November, so it was getting fairly cold. I had gotten off work and I went to go buy some cigarettes at the nearby Speedway gas station, which was a 5-minute walk, and it was like 30 to 40 degrees at night. I made the trek in the cold, and once I walked in, I noticed a line starting to form. I got in line and there was someone between me and this lady. She looked to be 30 to 40, seemed to be a smoker with how her skin had aged, and the relative husky voice. She was carrying a six pack of beer for sure, and maybe some smaller items I hadn't seen. While I waited for the person in front of me, she called out to me. She talked about how it was really cold outside, and that she'd be willing to give me a ride. I had said that I was fine, but then she asked me where I was going, and I mentally put my guard up. It was my turn, so I had asked the cashier for my usual brand of six while showing her my ID. I used my card for the fastest transaction and lied to the woman behind me, telling her that I was going to the apartments across the street. The change in my tone seemed to show maybe more than I expected. While I waited for my card to process, the woman behind me then said, 
I'm a mom with three kids. I won't kidnap you. And I prepared to make my dash to the door. I don't think I said anything else except a thank you to the cashier, putting my ID and bank card back into my wallet. I calmly picked up my cigarettes and receipt before casually walking to the side of the store out of sight and then taking off running towards my job. I didn't stop once until I was near my job and I also looked around just to make sure I wasn't being followed. I walked the rest of the way and I ended up telling my boyfriend what had happened. He was still on the clock. He asked if she had followed me and I said no. Then he went on saying that if she showed her face he'd do something. I had been there for about four months and luckily I didn't end up seeing her again. I stopped walking the distance and I just started going to the Walgreens next door instead. Anyone can do something nice but mentioning that you're a parent isn't going to make me trust you any sooner. Please be careful out there. My name is Alana, and I was 17 years old at the time of this story. But I get told very often that I look like I'm around 14 to 15 years old. So I look younger than I actually am due to my baby face and short height. This will be important later. To start off, my family and I really love road tripping and just driving in general. We live out in Arizona, so there's quite a few places to drive out to. On this occasion, it was around the start of quarantine 2020, and my parents wanted to get us all out of the house. This was also around the time that we had found my current cat. Again, I promise this will be important later on in the story. So as I said before, we were driving out on a small road trip. We didn't really have an actual destination in mind, just driving and seeing what we could find. I don't remember the exact location, but it was a pretty quiet area with lots of forest. As mentioned before, we had just found and adopted our cat, and she was still a baby. So we needed to make frequent stops to let her use the bathroom, walk around, feed her, etc. We were about two hours into our drive and we had to make a stop because she had started crying, which meant that she was hungry and needed to use the bathroom. We started searching for the nearest gas station so that we could fill up the tank and then feed her at the same time. My mom had found one located in one of those small towns that you come across while road tripping through Arizona, and we all got off to use the bathrooms ourselves as well as get some snacks. I didn't need to use the bathroom and I wasn't really hungry either. So I got out to feed our cat and watch her while she had walked around and did her thing. I ended up taking her to this bench table that was set underneath a shaded area that was also attached to the side of the gas station building. My entire family went inside the gas station, leaving me all alone with the cat, which I was totally cool with, and so was my parents. I mean, they weren't even going to be gone that long, and knowing my dad, he'd probably be real quick in and out of the place. A few minutes went by and I had already fed the cat and I was watching her walk around. Another thing is that I couldn't really see the entrance of the gas station's doors because the bench table was pretty far back, so I wouldn't be able to see if any of my family walked out until they practically reached the gas pumps. Anyway, as I'm watching my cat, an older white man then approaches me. He had seemed to be around his early 50s and he was about average height. He was wearing a plaid button-up, washed-down jeans, and brown hiking boots. And he also had glasses and was very clearly balding. 
Hi, young lady. Is this your cat? He asks, pointing to my cat that's walking around. I honestly didn't see him come from anywhere, and he startled me a bit. I nodded my head and gave an awkward smile. I didn't know why he started talking to me either. He then walked closer to the table and was now right in front of it and in front of me. Well, what's their name? He had asked while smiling at me, but the smile made me uneasy. It wasn't a genuine one. It kind of seemed a bit off. I responded quickly and short, not wanting to continue the conversation. He just stayed there watching my cat, then turned back to me and just stared. I got up to grab my cat and to go find my mom, but right in that moment, she decided to walk into the bushes, and this would mean that I would have to bend down to go and look for her. Are you out here by yourself? He asked, but as he did, he had started looking around. This is when it clicked in my head that this man was interested in far more than just my cat and her name. I started to panic and I just wanted to grab my cat and run away, but he was in my way and she was far into the bushes now. He started getting closer to me and was about to grab my arm when I then saw my younger sisters walk out with my dad. I don't really know why I didn't scream, but thankfully, my sisters had looked over and saw the man. They immediately tug at my dad's arm and point to me. My dad can see the panicked look on my face and I felt my eyes stinging with tears. He practically ran over and nearly barreled into the man. For context, my dad is a built Hispanic man, so needless to say, he's pretty intimidating. Is there a problem here? He asked, giving the strange man the meanest look possible. The man was startled and he turned to see my dad now standing there looking extremely pissed off. I took this moment to grab my cat and run to my sisters. The man watched me as I left and my dad stood there until both me and my sisters got into the truck safely. My mom and other sibling had just walked out of the store and found them. It was then only my dad left, leaving the man all alone. As everyone else got into the truck, I watched as the man got into his own pickup truck and drive out of the parking lot. As I watched his truck, I noticed something that still haunts me to this day. The back of his truck had a metal covering and at the end of it was a lock, almost as if to hide someone in there and keep them in there. I still remember the sick feeling I got seeing this and just how scared I was. I would never wish that kind of feeling upon anyone. So to anyone listening to this, please stay safe and always bring someone with you in this situation. Don't make the same stupid mistakes I did.